Looking for the best place to buy tickets for any of your favorite teams or sporting events? We've got the spot. Our partner, StubHub, has been the leading ticket marketplace in the world for over 20 years, providing a 100% guarantee with every order. From a worldwide selection of live events, the widest choice of tickets and industry-leading partnerships, StubHub has what you need to purchase with confidence. StubHub, an official partner of The Athletic. The Athletic. Good morning, welcome to the Daily Football Briefing from The Athletic. It's Thursday the 8th of February. I'm Michael Bailey and on today's show... Chelsea repay Pochettino's trust. And it's into the back of the net from Enzo Fernandez. This is Chelsea. They're a bonkers football club. Just when you write them off, they'll do something unexpected. It's Nigeria against Ivory Coast. Take two. It is cliche, but this does feel like someone is writing out the perfect script at times for this tournament. And yes, we're already excited about the big one in the Bundesliga. There hasn't really been a game of this significance for quite a while. This is the Daily Football Briefing with Michael Bailey. First, let's bring you up to speed with the latest action. We'll start with the FA Cup, where Chelsea are into the fifth round. And it's into the back of the net from Enzo Fernandez, And it's an FA Cup corker. Yes, they'll host Leeds thanks to a superb 3-1 win at Premier League High Flyers' Aston Villa. More on that in a moment. In the night's other replay, Nottingham Forest were taken all the way to penalties by championship side Bristol City. But Forest scored all five from 18 yards, while their US goalkeeper Matt Turner saved from Sam Bell. That booked Forest a visit from Manchester United in the last 16. Atletico Madrid lost 1-0 at home to Athletic Club in the first leg of their Copa del Rey semi-final. The pair meet again in Bilbao at the end of the month. Ivory Coast were on the brink of group stage elimination and sacked their head coach. Yet yesterday, they made the Africa Cup of Nations final. It's towards Allaire. Oh, it's in! Sebastian Allaire for Ivory Coast! Sebastian Allaire's unorthodox volley was enough to beat the Democratic Republic of Congo 1-0 and set up Sunday's finale against Nigeria. The Super Eagles needed penalties to get past South Africa, but that only tells half the story. We'll bring you all the details shortly. Hosts and defending champions Qatar will face Jordan in Saturday's Asian Cup final. Qatar beat Iran 3-2 in their semi. And after we delved into the difficulties of Inter Miami's preseason tour on Tuesday's briefing. Certainly, I think the goodwill that Inter Miami probably thought that they were generating with this tour overall took a turn in Hong Kong the opposite direction. I'm delighted to say Lionel Messi did indeed make it onto the pitch. Japanese fans got to see Messi play for the final half an hour of their goalless draw with Vissel Kobe, who went on to win the rather superfluous penalty shootout. And no, Messi did not take one of Miami's six spot kicks. Let's get back to that eye-catching Chelsea victory at Aston Villa. The Carabao Cup finalists eased into the last 16 of the FA Cup. Maybe they're just a cup team after all. Our Chelsea correspondent Simon Johnson joins us now from Birmingham. Si, how does that performance rank in Chelsea's on-off season? Probably their best. Certainly it's the best result of the season. You can look back on big games that only ended up in draws against Liverpool, Arsenal, Manchester City. But to go to Aston Villa and, and to win and to win pretty comfortably and convincingly is some achievement. But 
This is Chelsea. They're a bonkers football club. Just when you write them off, they'll, they'll do something unexpected. And uh, they were very impressive, you have to say, and, and showed that they can play as a team, that they can score goals, be clinical, and that they can respond to the critics and negative scrutiny. But we've been down this road before with this Chelsea team that they, they can occasionally put in a good performance and then within a week or two there, there's another setback. So I don't think anyone will get too carried away, certainly at Chelsea, but what it does do is it is it does lift the mood, lift some of the pressure off their shoulders and continues to breathe life into their season because um, we shouldn't forget they are the last London club in both domestic cup competitions. So perhaps just shows that it's not all bad at Stamford Bridge. That's a fair point. Enzo Fernandez's free kick was delicious. It was Conor Gallagher's first goal of the season. That pair will get the plaudits, but should anyone else get praise? Well, I think you have to say that Nicholas Jackson should get the plaudits as well. In fact, there were quite a lot of players that that impressed, and, and that's the point, isn't it? That unlike Sunday, where no one really turned up, we, we saw a complete team performance. I think overall Pochettino would be absolutely delighted that uh, so many players responded. He, he he said in his pre-match press conference that in his meeting with them that he, he stressed that he still believed in them, that he trusted in them and they've responded and, and I think we've also seen that, that they are still playing for Pochettino and, and put perhaps any speculation to the contrary to bed. Thanks, Si. And you can go deeper on all the news and views around Chelsea with our dedicated podcast straight out of Cobham, wherever you're listening to us right now. It's been a remarkable AFCON and the hosts have definitely played their part in that. Ivory Coast finished third in their group, expected to be eliminated and so sacked their head coach, Jean-Louis Gasset. However, they scraped into the knockout stages and have now reached the final, the first hosts to make it that far since Egypt in 2006. Nigeria await Ivory Coast in the final and the teams have already met once in this tournament, Nigeria winning 1-0 in the group stages. So what to expect this time around? The Athletics' Jay Harris is out in Ivory Coast for the tournament and here he is now. Jay, what's the atmosphere like in Abidjan right now and how much has this Ivory Coast team changed since the group stages? I was blown away by the atmosphere at the stadium. I got into the ground and there were green and orange flares going off. The fans were in such loud voice. I think it's really important to know that the last time they played at that stadium was when they got humiliated 4-0 by Equatorial Guinea. Their last two games have been in different parts of the country. So this was a homecoming in a way, and I think it was a really big moment for them. And it was really good for the fans that Ivory Coast probably put in their best performance of the tournament. Sebastian Hilaire and, and Simon Adingra in particular were really, really good. And it's just amazing how much this team has, has changed in the last couple of weeks. Amers Faye, the interim head coach, this is only his third game as a senior head coach, has to take a lot of the credit for that. But also Frank Kessier, the central midfielder, he spoke to the media after the game. And he said after their poor performance in the group stages, the players kind of looked at themselves in the mirror and said, well, we can't do much worse than this. We've been given a lifeline and so we need to do so much better. So it's been really impressive to see their journey and their evolution in the last couple of weeks. They've survived at times, you know, they nearly got knocked out by Senegal and Mali, but they somehow keep fighting. And now I think the feeling in the country is that anything is possible. Indeed. There was far more drama in Nigeria's semi-final. What did you make of that one? 
I've said it before and I have to say it again, but this tournament just keeps throwing up surprises that nobody sees coming. And Nigeria's semi-final against South Africa, there's a perfect example of that in pretty much the last minute of the game. Nigeria's defence has been immense at this tournament. They barely conceded any goals and they were 1-0 up thanks to a William Trooster Kong penalty. And Victor Osserman, the reigning African men's footballer of the year, he scores. At least that's what everybody thinks. All of a sudden, the referee goes to a VAR check and South Africa end up with a penalty. Nigeria thought they were winning 2-0, only for South Africa to, to get a penalty, score and take the game into extra time. It's, it's simply unbelievable. It is cliche, but this does feel like someone is writing out the perfect script at times with this tournament. It went down to the wire. South Africa had a player sent off in extra time, so it went to penalties. We all know about Ronwen Williams' brilliant performance on penalties for South Africa the other day when they played Cape Verde, and he basically guessed four out of the five penalties correctly and saved them. On this occasion, he unfortunately wasn't able to do that. Nigeria held their nerve. They scored four of their five penalties. Ola Aina missed and sent his over the bar and it means South Africa come tumbling out but I think they go home with a lot of credit they've exceeded a lot of people's expectations Nigeria have been the highest ranked team left in the competition since the quarterfinals and they've reached the final and I think that's what most people expected so in a tournament full of upsets Nigeria came close tonight but they just managed to, to find their way through and I think even though Ivory Coast are the hosts they'll probably still have more pressure on them going into the final. That was Jay Harris, and you can follow all our AFCON coverage over at The Athletic. Now, good luck finding some decent football to watch on the TV today. So instead, we're going to look ahead to one of the games of the European club season so far. Saturday sees unbeaten Bundesliga leaders Bayer Leverkusen host champions for the last 11 years Bayern Munich. The pair played out a 2-2 draw in Munich in September, and this promises to be quite the follow-up. Our German football writer, Seb Staffelblor, is just as excited as we are and he joins us now. Seb, how big is this game being seen in Germany? Yeah, it's huge, Michael, and especially because there hasn't really been a game of this significance for quite a while. I think just because of what tended to happen in those matches, Bayern's games with Borussia Dortmund in previous years have been kind of damp squibs and there's been the expectation that when it mattered, they wouldn't have the gear to beat Bayern. Whereas I think this time, people have a huge amount of respect, rightfully, for Leverkusen and what they're achieving. And I think probably see them as the stronger side, and especially in Leverkusen. And so it's, uh, yeah, it's an almighty contest. What do you think is going to be key to the outcome of the game between these two sides? I mean, Leverkusen unbeaten up to this point. So, Michael, two, two areas, really. I think the first thing is... Xabi Alonso has profited from having a, a wonderful balance between his two wingbacks, Jeremy Fringpong and Alex Grimaldo. Play in two very different ways. Uh, Fringpong is the more aggressive player. In fact, it's not unusual to see him as sometimes the furthest player forward uh, for Leverkusen. Grimaldo, more of a playmaker, has come up with some really, really important moments, really important set-piece deliveries. People remember his free kick in Munich back in the autumn, which I feel like uh, that changed the, kind of the direction of Leverkusen's season when they were a goal down against Bayern the first time. Also worth highlighting Florian Wirtz. Now, that's a name a lot of people will be familiar with. He's been a kind of wunderkind, uh, you know, and a next big thing for quite some time. He's playing absolutely beautifully. He, he, he really is. He's uh, very much an old-fashioned number 10, but some of his passing and creativity in central areas is just so destructive and so difficult to defend against. 
And this is not a vintage Bayern Munich defense. This is not a team that looked very secure. I think they've got issues in deep midfield. Uh, Manuel Neuer is uh, currently in injury doubt, but also has um, had some very shaky form. Question marks against the defense too. It's been a bit a big problem. And so when you marry up those two things, the kind of the impact of the, that, that dual threat at wing back with a playmaker of Vertis quality, uh, it's an awful lot to deal with. That was Seb Stefan Bloor, and that's all for today's briefing. Thanks for listening. I've been Michael Bailey, Abby Patterson, and Mike Zimmerman were your producers, with Ian McIntosh execing his way into these credits with aplomb. The wonderful Tim Spears will be with you tomorrow. In the meantime, have a great day. The Athletic. As you've probably heard by now, we've teamed up with BetMGM this season. We'll be using BetMGM lines to make all of our picks, and we'll have special offers for our listeners each week. If you haven't signed up for BetMGM yet, use bonus code THEATHLETIC, and you'll get a one-year subscription to The Athletic, plus up to a $1,500 first bet offer on your first wager with BetMGM. Here's how it works. Download the BetMGM app and sign up using bonus code THEATHLETIC. Make your first deposit of at least $10. Place your first bet on any game and claim your voucher for a one-year subscription to The Athletic. See BetMGM.com for terms. U.S. promotional offers not available in D.C., Mississippi, New York, Nevada, Ontario, or Puerto Rico. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Available in the U.S. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY 467-369 in New York. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP in Arizona. 1-800-327-5050 in Massachusetts. 1-800-BETS-OFF in Iowa. 1-800-270-7117 for confidential help in Michigan. 1-800-981-0023 in Puerto Rico. First bet offer for new customers only in partnership with Kansas Crossing Casino and Hotel. Don't forget, if you haven't signed up for BetMGM yet, use bonus code THEATHLETIC and you'll get a one-year subscription to The Athletic plus up to a $1,500 first bet offer on your first wager.